Welcome to the Green Ops Podcast, where we give you tips and tricks each week to help you to become harder to kill. My name is Luke, and I am an instructor with Green Ops Firearms Academy. Joining me, as always, is Dexter. Word. And today, we want to talk about a concealed carry holster, what to look for, pros and cons, and you know what you should be looking for for your concealed carry. But first, we do want to thank two of our sponsors. Our first is F3 Tactical. F3 Tactical is a brick-and-mortar tactical shop. It's quite possibly the best tactical shop in all the country. They specialize in military, law enforcement, and civilian tactical gear. We ask you to go check them out if you're in the Virginia area. Check them out at their brick-and-mortar store in Chantilly, Virginia, or you can always check them out online at f3tactical.com, but make sure you tell them that Green Ops sent you. Also, we would like to thank Sons of Liberty Gunworks. Sons of Liberty Gunworks manufactures duty-grade AR-15s for LE and civilian use. The guys at Green Ops all use Sons of Liberty Gunworks AR-15s, and we think you should too. If you're in the market for a new AR-15, make sure you check out Sons of Liberty Gunworks at sonsoflibertygw.com. So, on to the topic of CCW holsters. I'm sure you, like me, Dex, have a bucket of old holsters that we thought would be wonderful, and they suck, and they're sitting down in the basement or in the garage somewhere. (laughs) And so I have a whole conics full of them. Yeah, and so, I mean, we've tried probably just about everything. So we want to kind of keep you from having to waste a bunch of money and time. Or at least make you feel good that you wasted a bunch of money. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. So making sure that you get what you need right out the box. So some of the must-haves that you think a holster needs to have, Dex, that in order for you to trust it, rely on it, to be a concealed carry holster for you. So one of the important things that a holster should have is retention because that's what a holster is supposed to do. It's supposed to retain your pistol, right? Um, and the important part about that is uh, material. Right. Because what is, what, it's all, it's, it's on both of our minds right now. What is, what is one holster material that is not going to hold your weapon in? Something nylon. Something nylon. Yes. That rhymes with mics. Yes. Ikes. <laughs> Ikes. That rhymes with Ikes. Um, and I don't know when I saw one last, but I still see that out in the wild. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it might have been a Walmart that I saw it. Probably and outside the waistband. Probably outside the waistband. Um, but even inside the waistband. And it could have its place, sure. But for the stuff that, I, that I've done, um, not for me. And if you're a new, newly minted gun carrying, concealed carry individual, and you come to me and you say, hey, I just got this Uncle Mike's holster. It's comfortable, uh, and I can put it in. And it's light. And then I'll reply, and it won't hold your gun in very right. well. Well, and you said comfort or comfortable. 
Yeah, the C word. We got we got into a discussion prior to even hitting record. Very heated discussion. Yeah, heated discussion. <laughs> I could care less about comfort. I don't think that that is a must-have in a concealed weapon holster. Right. I'm I'm big on construction and material, like you, and it, as a byproduct of that is retention. I'm a huge fan of Kydex holsters. You get most of the time an audible click or... You know, you can actually hear the gun go back into the holster. With the Kydex material, it stays open, mm-hmm. and so it's easy to reholster, which is a big thing, especially if you're out training with us. Yeah. Or in any type of training class, you're probably going to be drawing a bunch, so that means you're going to be reholstering a bunch, and being able to reholster one-handed is a big thing. Yeah. Um, so those two things are really high on my priority list of what I'm looking for in a holster. Um, like you said, you've got to be able to reholster. And so we have to have that thing staying open. Kydex affords us that. Now I'm not a hundred percent against leather. I know you're not a huge fan of leather. I am not a huge fan of leather. So I'm not against a good leather holster, but I would almost argue that the number of good Kydex holsters on the market are higher there's more good Kydex manufacturers than there are good solid leather manufacturers. Right. So, but you said you don't like leather. And so. I'll tell you why I don't like the leather because over time, it in my what, what I've seen, right? I, I can't speak for everybody else that carries leather, but from my personal experience back in the day, and some of the individuals that I work with right now who are old timers, they still carry their Miami classic leathers. Word. It, <laughs> it starts to become nylon. It yeah. starts to, you know, and, and I see it often. They're reholstering with one hand, opening up the leather, flagging their fingers, and then holstering it. And I get it. You know, it's it, it was a, a great golden era of the leather holsters back in the day. But... And I will fight anybody in this. And I always tell, and I'm, that's one of the few things that I kind of get on my high horse or soapbox, whatever you want to call it, when I'm out on the range with my guys and girls. If I see a leather holster, I tell them, ditch it. Yeah. Ditch it. Get rid of it. Well, and I said good leather holster, and that's exactly what I'm talking about. I want a leather holster that will stay open, and there are some companies that do it, um, that make some really quality stuff. The The thing about so any holster you get, you got to maintain it, mm-hmm. right? There is some maintenance that needs to be done. If I'm running my Kydex holster, I need to make sure screws are staying tight. Yes. I need to make sure I'm blue Loctiting those screws. Mm-hmm. Uh, once I get that holster set up exactly how I want it, I need to just maintain it. Make sure it's not cracked. Make exactly. Sure I was going to say stress fractures, little stress cracks here or there that develop. You got to keep an eye on those. So you do. And leather, I would say even more so because like you said, it folds in, mm-hmm. it, it loses its stiffness. Mm-hmm. You're wearing it a lot of times inside the waistband. You're getting sweat. It softens that leather, kind of changes, changes that with leather. The weather. It does. And, and so temperature. that's something, no matter what holster you choose, it's not a set it and forget it. Yeah, you do need to be performing maintenance on it, um, so that's something to be thinking of. Personally, I really like a Kydex, and uh, the uh, I can get away with a good leather holster, but I feel like those are few and far between. A couple cons, things that I instantly steer away from. You had talked about it early 
earlier, anything nylon, mm-hmm. uh, it's just not going to facilitate re-holstering. A, a reholstering. Or even keeping the gun in. W- yeah. What is your retention? Your belt? So I'll throw this out there. I have something over all of my triggers, whether they're in the safe or not. So I do have a nylon holster that is sitting on my, or it's, my bedside gun is in a nylon holster. Now, Mm -hmm. it's never to be worn. Right. It literally is to help keep a finger off the trigger. If in the middle of the night I grab that gun, I have to physically remove this uh, nylon, but it is not keeping the gun in the holster. Right. It's falling out. It's an apparatus to cover the trigger. It, exactly. So it's yeah. not a holster. It is. You're exactly right. Yeah. The terminology is is perfect. It is a it is a trigger guard. It is not a holster. Right. I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, and I will talk about. I forgot what company makes this, and I wish I knew, so I could call them out on it. It is a holster company that basically covers one side of the trigger guard and then has a plastic or or some sort of rod go inside the barrel, and that is a holster. Um, I appreciate the outside of the box type of thinking. I appreciate you know getting out there and making new stuff. That is a horrible freaking holster. I would say, much more more so than a Serpa uh, trigger finger release holster, because if so, so much we, goes wrong. We we talk about principles. We talk about techniques, right? Let, let let's talk about this as far as um, what we do. We train people, right? There are different techniques to do something. There are different uh, gears you can use, uh, equipment that you can use to do something, right? But the principles don't change. You violate the principle. Now you're stepping into territory that a mishap can happen. You can get hurt. Something can get damaged. Worse, somebody can lose their life or limb, right? Bullets work no matter if they come out of your gun or a bad guy's gun. Right. If it goes into you, it's still a gunshot wound. Exactly. Yeah. So a principle for a holster would be um, it has to retain and it has to cover the, the it has to fully cover the trigger guard, in my opinion. Because if it does, if you leave one side open, you're 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 leaving it open to to a negligent discharge. Which well, and especially I I don't know why there would be anybody that would go with. I don't know the name of that company. I have seen those things. Mm-hmm. I don't know why anybody would do or use that when I think it's Raven makes the trigger guard. That oh, goes, is that the ones that attach to like a little string, and when you pull it out, it comes out completely. Yes. So if you're trying to go that min- minimalist, yeah. I'm not a huge fan of those either, but why would you sacrifice like one side of the trigger guard yeah. for, for that type of holster? Yeah. Um, so that's definitely a con. Uh, if the gun can't be put in there and rendered where the trigger cannot be pulled, mm-hmm. that's also why we look at some of our leather holsters to verify that you, know, you cannot push into the holster and actually pull the trigger belly bands okay are, are a lot of um i know people that use a belly band yeah, and yeah. it is basically a, a spandex material mm-hmm. that they wear it's fairly comfortable from what i understand but you can still access the trigger mm-hmm. i've just never by used pushing one through. I've, I've seen one 
Um, and I forget this other... I've seen different versions of it where it's just nylon and where it's a belly band, but it has a pocket for you to put a Kydex holster in it. So I, I wouldn't be against that, but at that point, that is more of a belt system than right. a holster. And, I, and the individual that was using it was doing prote- protection work, but he was he had some he needed something because he actually had to work out with his principal. Gotcha. He he, he can't run around in in you know shorts that have belt loops. He needed to be athletic, and he also needed to have access to a weapon. Sure. So that was, I I'm, I would be good with that type of remedy. Sure. I I don't disagree with you there. Uh, one one thing I will say that a lot of my holsters, I have adjusted. So uh, we're gonna give you a list of holsters that we feel are good to go, and we have relied on before. We also are trying to give you a little bit more information on what we're looking for in a holster so you can make that decision. There are a ton of Kydex benders out there. I don't know 5% of them in the country. So if you could meet these must-haves and stay away from the cons, you might be able to find a good holster from, from a manufacturer that might be right up the street from you. I will say that pretty much every holster that I buy, I do have a little add-on or things that I do to the holster to make it that much better for me, more convenient, whatever it may be. I'm putting a wedge on pretty much every single one of my inside the waistband appendix holsters. Basically, it's a little foam piece, depending on the holster, maybe about an inch wide at its fattest and kind of uh, going narrow toward the top. And it helps kick the barrel of the gun away from my body. But more importantly, it's kind of tucking the gun um, the grip and the back plate of the gun into my body to make it a little bit more concealable. This is especially on my Kydex holster. So I don't have any leather. I have all 100% Kydex gear. So I'm always adding a wedge to it. The other thing I'm adding is a wing. So somewhere around um, the grip of the pistol, Manufacturers make wings and different ways to kind of tuck the butt of the pistol into your body, makes it a little bit more concealable. What about you, Dex? Are you doing something like a wedge, like a wing? What are you doing to your holsters to make them more convenient? Uh, I don't want to use comfortable, but just better for your overall setup. Um, I make them comfortable. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Um, so I've I've done the wing. I haven't done the wedge. Um, and I think it all depends. And one thing that I, we haven't hit on that is important is what is your body type? We're not all made the same. You know, we don't all have the same diet. We don't all exercise the same way, right? Um, for me, the wing, I felt it helped, but without it, I, I didn't see much of a difference, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Sure. And also, where do you position your weapon? From I've seen right-hand shooters position the weapon closer to the right-hand side. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's how you do it. Yeah, so if, if you're running a clock, uh, this 12 o'clock would be belt line, zipper right. line, right. right there, or a belt buckle line. Right. I would say I'm 12.30 to 1 o'clock. Okay, yeah, that's I'm almost dead. I'm almost dead center, but not. It, it is off to my strong side or my yeah. right side. That's pretty common, pretty common, I want to see. Um, I started out at the same position, mm-hmm. and that's when I had the wing, right? Uh, okay, yep. It was an Eclipse holster. A company that a Virginia company down um, that a little bit close to Richmond, I believe. Um, 
Okay. Great company. We'll talk about that in mm-hmm. a bit. And I, one of my goals in the last couple of ye- uh, year and a half was to get a sub-second draw from concealment appendix carry. Right. Shirt over, hoodie over, jacket over, whatever. And for myself, I found that the closer I got the weapon to the center of my body, for whatever reason, I was faster. Whether it was 0.3, point, point, uh, 0.4 seconds, I was faster. So now I'm actually having the weapon right down the center. And for my body type, it, it I don't need a wing. Um, and like I said, I haven't played with the wedge, but judge kind of assuming how the physical aspects are going to go. If I put a wedge and the, I guess the rear of the weapon, the slide rear of the weapon goes closer to my body, it may, it may add a little bit more time to my draw so that I haven't tried it. Sure. And it's a give and take and it probably would add a little bit more to your draw, Mm -hmm. but it would conceal it that much better. Maybe possibly, you know, you've got to find out what works for you. Dex is yeah. finding out, you know, he knows exactly. what works for him. Exactly. I know what works for me. We're just kind of giving you some ideas of what we do to the holsters to make them better for us. You may give them a chance or give it a shot. You may like it. You may dislike it. Yeah. The other thing that I will say is the type of clip that is used to put the gun on your belt or put the holster on your belt matters very much to me. So right now I have two different ways to... Uh, attach the gun and holster onto my belt. First is a pull the dot. What uh, is that? What is that? Pull the dot. Just, it's like the little button clip oh, thing. Yeah, got um, it. What is that called? Um, it's basically a. It's like an old style Alice clip. So, so well, no, it's not an Alice clip. It's it's basically a clip on. Yeah. So it, it basically wraps around your belt, and then you have a little button that you can attach, and it's a pull-the-dot. So it can only be released in one direction. That's what the pull-the-dot basically means. And if you see down at the ring of the pull-the-dot, it has a little nudge, and that's mm-hmm. the nudge you clip it on. Correct. I Correct. personally did not, because I had a hard time trying to find that notch, and then, yeah, it didn't work for me. So it's something that needs to be loosened up. Anyway, I, I that's not my favorite but it is a option that I've been using for a long time. The good thing about them is it does not have, when I draw the gun, it does not draw the holster as well. And that can be a big problem. We've seen students yes. that have come to I classes, they, yes, they draw a gun and they draw a holster. Because, again, right, you got to train with your equipment. Yep. I mean, you could be great on a flat range on your own without time. But once we get you on a time, once we add a little bit of stress, you start to move a little quicker. Your muscles, your hand muscles start to do something different that you normally don't do, dry firing at home. And now you're pulling out the entire holster. Yep. And then the other the other system that I use to attach the holster to my belt is a metal clip. And I'm not sure who makes it. They're the company. I, I, I've lost it off the top of my head. But it is a metal clip that is super... Uh, springy, it's really tight, and that holster does not go anywhere. So it's one of those two. I try to steer clear of plastic clips. I've played with them before. They, I have broke them multiple times, mm-hmm. and so I just kind of steer clear. So I'm either using a legit metal, metal clip or I'm using like a uh, pull-the-dot loop um, that I use on, on my holsters. So... What about you? Anything on that? What are your What are are your experiences with a J hook? 
so the the metal is like a J hook. Is it a J hook? Yeah, okay. it's basically a, a J hook, but it's just metal. Right. And so I've broke some J hooks. Really? In I, the past. I, I myself have had some difficulty with J hooks. Yeah. Um it so let's 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 be pragmatic about this, right? If you're gonna carry a weapon for a long couple of hours and you're out and about you know, at work or doing whatever you gotta do. At one point, you're gonna have to probably take it off if you go sure. to the bathroom, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And this is kind of, th- I think, this is kind of th- things that uh, not a lot, not a lot, not a lot of people think about, right? Um, if you're gonna wear something that is gonna be a pain in the butt to take off every time, think about that, right? Um, right. I do know of one situation where an individual. And their specific reason on why they unholstered the weapon and they put it behind them in a public bathroom and then they walked away from it and about 45 minutes later they realized, holy cow, my gun is in, you know, because he hated taking the holster out. And for, I didn't, go, I don't want to go into details, but when he went to the bathroom, it was easier to say unholster the weapon put it somewhere as opposed to unholstering it. Well, you know, that's not something that I even think about when getting a holster, but it is something that m- maybe you should. Because it could have catastrophic consequences. Yeah, it very well Luckily, could. that individual recovered his weapon. <laughs> and no, that was not me. Um, but, yeah, he said, you know, if I would have just un- uh, taken, it's easy to take a holster out, then I could, you know, Keep it within sight. I don't know why he unholstered and put it behind him. Yeah, I'm not sure why. What was his? Because he wanted to lose his gun in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> um, small so, things. So little things to think about. Um, one thing uh, I want to add, kind of give you my exact setup. We'll go over Dex's exact setup, and then maybe some brands that we recommend. My my exact setup right now is a holster with a firearm. So usually it is some sort of Glock. So 19, 17, 34, I have that at about the 1230 to 1 o'clock position. And then off to the uh, about 11 o'clock position, I have a mag carrier with a spare magazine. And now, what brand is that? What brand holster are you rocking? Um, well, it all depends on which gun I'm using. So I've got two brands that I am using right now. It's either a Tenacore holster, and I use that for my 17 and my 48, which I didn't mention earlier, but I sometimes carry a 48, and on occasion a 19, and then I have a Filster if I want to carry a 34. And so the mag carrier is always the same. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a JM Customs uh, mag carrier. It's got a, a backwards cant. So it makes it easier for a reload. The main reason I do that is it kind of flattens out my belt line mm-hmm. and just makes it look like I've got a little bit bigger belly, not that I'm just carrying a gun. Right. So that is my current setup with whatever gun I am carrying du jour. 48, 19, 17, 34. One of those four different firearms are carried in a tentacore or a filster. What about you? Uh, my work gun is a 320. Well, military version of the 320. Uh, the appendix carry that I usually do is an Eclipse holster with the wing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I'm thinking of taking the wing off. 
Okay. Because of what I, I spoke about earlier. I don't carry my DD weapon on me most of the time. Most of the time I carry a Glock. But that's that's the one I carry for my duty weapon. For my concealed carry weapon, I carry a 19. And that's going to be... Um, we discussed this about earlier. So I ended up picking up this holster because I needed something quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not the right answer, but it actually worked out for me. I was at a gun show. Uh, and I happened to walk by this individual who is 252 Holsters. And he had this one set up there. The only one he had for a Glock 19. It was towards the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And this is all he had left. Um, I appreciate the multicam. The backwards is, for whatever reason, high vis orange. And I've been carrying this one since... 2018, late okay. 2018. And that one has an attached sidecar. And it has an attached sidecar, which I never, th- that is the first holster that I've had anything, uh, uh, a sidecar, whether a flashlight or magazine with it. I thought it was going to pa- be a pain in the butt. And after I bought it, I figured, hey, I'll just take it off later and haven't taken it off since. It's been incredibly comfortable. So, um, and when we say sidecar, we're talking about an attached uh, unit basically his is a spare mag carrier yes that is attached to the holster so if you move the holster from one o'clock to twelve o'clock it brings the mag carrier as well so if you go from twelve to one the mag carrier everything shifts together yeah so that is what we currently use but there are other brands that we recommend for students or anybody getting into the CCW game to try out once again I'm currently using Tenacore and or Filster holsters, but another company that I really like is CNG Arms. They make some really squared away stuff. Also, Blackhawk has just released something called the Stash, and I have played around with that a little bit. I like it. It's definitely, it looks like good construction, and the value seems to be there. It's not that expensive, and so it looks like a very solid holster for the money. For myself, like a mentioned earlier i run 252 on my everyday carry glock which has been working out great um i also use uh eclipse holster for duty weapon black point makes pretty good pretty good holsters as well um i use my sig 365 with that it just disappears into the body um and crossbreed holsters because uh, that's one of the first ones that I started out when I got into my career. I was running a SIG 228, and that's what I used. Loved it. Awesome. So I hope this gave you listeners enough information to make a quality decision on a CCW holster, and you don't end up like Dex and myself by having a box of holsters that you're never going to use. But if you do, don't feel bad. That's right. Everybody does it. In the meantime... Please go check us out at www.green-ops.com. There you will find a list of all of our upcoming classes. You can reach out to me on Instagram. I am Luke. And also, if you want to send me an email, I'm luke at green-ops.com. Dex, you're on Instagram as well. Redlegdex. Redlegdex. So if you have questions for Dex, go ahead and reach out to him. And also, if you could share and leave us a review on the podcast... And share with all of your friends. It really helps us get the word out and get people listening. So thanks so much for tuning in. And we hope to see you out on the range.